This is a CNA podcast. Now, Health Matters with Daniel Martin. You're tuned in to Health Matters right here on CNA 938. On today's edition, what do you do with your cataracts? Well, a lot of people wait for them to ripen and, of course, wait for the process of the cataract surgery to kick in. But did you know that when it comes to the lenses that are utilized in your cataract surgery, it could have wonderful impact in terms of helping you be perhaps spectacle-free? after your procedure as well. What are the types of lenses and how could they have an impact in terms of your myopia or maybe even presbyopia? Is that possible? Let's find out as Dr. Alan Fong joins me. He's head and senior consultant, cataract and comprehensive ophthalmology department out of SNEC. Dr. Fong, welcome to the show. Hi there. Yeah, thank you, Channel News Asia and Daniel for inviting me. Absolute pleasure. So let's talk a little bit about this. I think a lot of people didn't realize I still, this is worrying as well, that the lens is actually being replaced yes. during a cataract surgery. Do you still find yourself explaining this to your patients over and over again? Yes, we always go to basics and uh, basically our natural um, lens in our eye yeah. will uh, age and then it will become cataractous, meaning it will become cloudy. And when it's cloudy, it will affect vision and uh, affect our quality of life. And we will replace it at an opportune time mm. uh, with um, acrylic lenses and we are kind of a spot for choice nowadays with different technologies on board. Mm. And uh, broadly, there are monofocal lenses, extended range of focus lenses, as well as multifocal lenses. Mm. The multifocal lenses um, are the those kind that which you have mentioned uh, can also deal with press biopia or the lao hua at the same time. Press biopia or lao hua means that you cannot accommodate to see near objects, like for example, reading your uh, book or your... Uh, the words of the handphone. Mm. So those are special lenses which not suitable for everyone, but uh, it's very important. I would like to stress that you see your friendly eye surgeon, mm. uh, cataract eye specialists to um, get a full assessment because we will check from the front to the back. Right. Why is that important? Because not although the technologies are there, not everybody are suitable yes. for that. So what happened is that uh, you have... The, if you have very severe dry eyes, glaucoma, diabetic retinopathy, or other retinal issues, which will what we call uh, contraindicate the use of multifocal lens, means you are not suitable. If the eye doesn't suit, you can't use that lens. That's right. You can't benefit from Correct. that. So that's the multifocal lens, which I'm sure Correct. is very popular. You mentioned the two other ones Correct. as so, well. So um, the extended range of focus lens is in between the multifocal lens mm -hmm. and the monofocal lens in that uh, it can allow you to see intermediate as well as distant uh, objects without glasses being relative spectacle inde uh, independent for those two distances. Yeah. And for the monofocal, it is clear for one particular distance whether you want to aim it for far yeah. or for near. If you want to aim it for near, you leave it intentionally, for example, 200 degrees or two doctors um, from zero. Oh. So majority of the, to put everything in perspective, the majority of the folks would be suitable for the monofocal lenses. But ballpark figure is about 80%. Great. The other left over 20%, if they are suitable, they have almost perfect uh, front to back uh, eye health. Then if they would like to have this lifestyle choice of being relative spectacle in, uh, independent, they can choose either the extended range of focus lens or EROV uh, e or EDOV, extended distance uh, lens. That's, see, that's yeah. a lot. It's a Correct. lot of jargon. It's a lot of yeah. terminology. We don't understand this, Dr. Fong. So that's why. So at the end of the day, mm. how do I know what lens is suitable for me? So go for a 
assessment, mm-hmm. first you must have cataracts. Yeah. If you have cataracts, then they will uh, they will talk to you about your lifestyle, your needs, your whether be it occupational, driving, what sort of conditions you you work in. Is it in the uh, dark tunnel, and uh, do you need more near or more distance, and uh, and basically your hobbies and what do you need in your daily life yeah. uh, for work and 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 so on. The other thing is very uh, that is very important is to assess the front-to-back health. Okay. Because if if medically you're not suitable for the more complex lenses, no point uh, spending more uh, on a more complex lens and then you uh, get into more issues. For example, multifocal lenses uh, is a more complex lens with uh, uh, issues of sc- uh, scatter of light like glare, halos, and so on. Okay, and once and it's in, it's in. That's right. Yeah. And it's an acrylic lens that stays with you for the rest of your life. So if you are, let's say, a driver and you choose multifocal lens to be implanted, uh, in nighttime driving conditions, you may experience uh, some degree of glare and halos. Mm-hmm. So that really will disturb you. So the front to back has to be analyzed. Also, what is the nature of your lifestyle? Are you still, you need to see the bus numbers in the distance. You're still working in a dark environment. That's All right. these factors are important. And that's what the assessment will help gauge. And once we can clarify those two factors, then I guess the recommendation can be made. Is that right? That's right. So, I mean, an example, for example, if an MRT engineer, and you work in the tunnels, yeah. right? So I would not uh, recommend you a multifocal lens or your vocational driver, for example, a lorry driver who um, spent across the whole island driving a big lorry yeah. at night. So um, that is one consideration yeah. out of many. So is that part of the uh, the standard assessments that people go through for their cataract? Is there a good discussion about what is the nature of Correct. your lifestyle? Correct. And so, what do you need in terms of your vision health? Correct. So... um. Certainly, you need everything from the front to the back of the eye. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you want to discuss about the lens choices, you need to have that important, good conversation between yourself and the doctor mm-hmm. who is um, dealing with cataracts. Okay. And then uh, you are spot for choice. But it is not, we are, uh, it is not selling lenses, mm-hmm. but uh, really it is a service. And it's about uh, whether you are suitable after the full assessment and the full discussion of your needs. Yeah. So uh, that that has to be made uh, properly before you implant the lenses. Otherwise, you uh, may be a bit more disappointed. Yeah, so at the end of the day, let's bear in mind, we're dealing primarily with the cataract lens first. Lah, huh? Let's right. deal with that problem. That's yes. the most important thing. And that in and alone of itself, people are amazed at the clarity of vision that they're going to have after the procedure because you replace the cloudy lens right. with a clear lens, right? That's right. And if anything else can be added on because of the type of lens that's being chosen, oh, that's a bonus. Correct. So for example, refractive error, if you have a high astigmatism, more than 250, 300 degrees, for example, mm. you can have lenses like toric lenses. So toric lens will correct for astigmatism and monofocal and multifocal lenses also uh, exist in the toric version. Mm. It's almost like the... Uh, iPhone, you got you have a max version versus a non a, don't have a max version, for example. Some got the higher refresh rate screen, some have the basic screen. That's right. So it depends on suitability, mm. and of course with the corresponding costs and and so on. And so okay. Forth. So as the patient, is it up to me to bring it up, or will this be something that my doctor will discuss with me? So if the doctor realized that you have very high estimism, for example, uh, they will actually mention that hey, you have high estimism. And would you want to have a toric lenses, yeah. uh, for example? So, uh, but only 
uh, you is indicated means you need it. Mm. Uh, there's no point asking for things that you don't need, mm. and um, and have that conversation of what you you do for a living, what is your hobbies, and so on and so forth. So I think uh, in terms of suitability, I think the doctors will do a proper health assessment from the front to the back of the eye, making sure that you don't have issues which um, make matters worse if you opt for the more complex lenses because everybody uh, will be suitable for the monofocal lenses. Mm -hmm. Wearing spectacle is not a sin, mm -hmm. right? So uh, the issue is that if you are trying to go for spectacle independence if, and you're not suitable, you incur unnecessary costs and can get into more co uh, complicated issues than we don't want that. Okay, so that means um, d depending on the type of lens that's being chosen, it is a different costing that's here as well. Correct. So correspondingly, anything just like any the handphone, if you have multi-function, they will pile on the cost. Got it. So we are going for proper, affordable, but suitable healthcare yeah. for the uh, individual. So in the way, it's about tailoring yeah. what is important for the individual. Uh, needs and it's not um, just talking about whatever that's available in the market. But here's the thing, once it's inserted and let's say you are feeling some of those side effects that you mentioned, the halos, the glares yeah. and things like that, is this reversible? Can so we change? Unfortunately, majority of it would not be. You probably have to live with it. There is no perfect lens, yeah. just like there's no perfect eye. Can you change the lens? Uh? Like, let's say we put in a Torrey and then Torrey got the right. halo okay. so then we take out multifocal. Yeah, generally we don't want that because a second operation will be usually harder it's not impossible but we, if you want to change it uh, it is not as easy as changing the face of a swatch watch mm. so the risk uh, increases with uh, the number of months after the surgery so right. immediately after the surgery if you don't like it maybe in a month within a month it's easier to do but uh, if you drag on and you don't want to have it uh, removed then then the risk profile will be very different. I see. Yeah, so okay. generally, it's better to before preoperatively to discuss what would you like to put in rather than uh, uh, change your mind later on. Not, not that it's impossible, mm -hmm. but it requires greater skill and uh, also more considerations and uh, more risk involved. Final point though, I mean, speaking of risk, I mean, in terms of safety, cataract procedures are one of the most common surgeries Correct. done in the world Correct. for a long period of time yes. as well. These lenses, I mean, of course, depending on the type of lens that's used, but if everybody's using the, if 80% of cases are using a multifocal lens, safety, longevity here, no problem. Is it generally yeah, speaking? So generally all the lenses, whether it's monofocal, multifocal and so on, mm. they outlive the human being. Yes. They're acrylic. And uh, the the overall percentage uh, risk is in the ballpark figure of 1% to 2% quoted across the island. Mm. So uh, we are talking about less than that. And increasingly, it's more efficacious and safe uh, to undergo the surgery. The difference between monofocal and multifocal in terms of surgery itself is not much of a difference. Yes, there may be risk when it comes to talking about maybe you want to do a lens exchange, but the, uh, it's rare, especially if you have a proper conversation before the surgery. Fantastic. Doc, you've given us a lot of wonderful points that we can raise as patients with our doctors when we go and do that assessment as well. Thank you so much, Dr. Fong, for your time today. Thank you, Martin. Thank My you. guest on the program, Dr. Alan Fong, who's head and senior consultant, cataract and comprehensive ophthalmology department at the Singapore National Eye Centre. Now you know what to discuss with your eye doctor when that time comes. Before making any decisions based on the information in our program, please consult a medical professional.